Gentlemen, welcome to Rise Up. This is episode number 53 already. You're not alone, my soul. No weapon formed against you would ever prosper because you are not alone. Truly amazing. What a, what a great message to start out today. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper because you are not alone, oh my soul. What a blessing. 
Thank you guys very much. It is episode number 53 right here on Rise Up LFA TV. Uh, so when we are uh, doing the Rise Up morning show, uh, then it is not called Live from America TV. It is called Love from Above TV. Love from Above TV. So you are locked and loaded on Love from Above LFA TV. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, just like on Live from America. And I really do appreciate uh, everybody waking up in the morning. And the tears are flowing again, says L. Dooley. You know, that's the great thing about God. Uh, I'd like to say happy birthday to little Emma. Emma is eight years old. She's almost in those double digits, folks. So we would like to sing happy birthday uh, to Emma, and we'd like to sing Happy birthday to Emma on this beautiful Friday morning, the 24th of February. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emma. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Emma. We hope that you have the best eighth birthday you could ever have. I remember my eighth birthday 175 years ago, and uh, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, So happy birthday, little Emma. We know that God loves you, and you are so very uh, special to this world, and uh, God's with you, and you are not alone, just like that morning song said. So that morning song, Oh My Soul, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a great song, a great song, um, and it was I, I chose the, the the version that showed the chosen because the chosen is such a powerful show. And Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in the in the show, the chosen, he's got such a warm, inviting, comforting, encouraging personality. And he's a really cool guy. If you follow him on social media, I follow him on Instagram and he is part, he is uh, that new movie. Um, is it called the Jesus revival? Is that the new movie that, that just came out? Um, but folks, we're experiencing a Jesus revival all over the world. And I'm going to show you a little of that today. It's not just here in America. It's all over the world. And you're not seeing it on mainstream media. You're not even seeing the mainstream media cover the Jesus revival that is happening here in America. Let let alone around the world. Jesus revolution. Thank you, Eli. So that new movie with Jonathan Rumi, he doesn't play Jesus in it. But he does play a Christian, a roaming Christian who's around just spreading seeds and being there, being there for the uh, for the voice of God. He really is a great uh, actor. And and I really enjoy him uh, playing a Christian, playing the role of Jesus. And, it, you know, if you've not seen The Chosen, you can download The Chosen app and you can watch a lot of it right there. I think they got everything but the new episodes, maybe. Uh, you can also have Pure Flix. Download Pure Flix. I think Pure Flix is $6.99 a month. The best $6.99 you'll ever have. Uh, Carol says, wow, this show is really growing. See a lot of new names in here. That's the great thing about the, the, the calling of Jesus is that people hear it from everywhere. People hear it from everywhere. So I'm going to ask you guys all to do me the ever so kind favor of sharing out this video. We would love to see 2,000 people watching live. We would love to see this be the second most 
uh, watched show on the on the network behind LFA, and then hopefully in the near future, Dwarf LFA, because this show is far more important. So you ask how you can help, how you can get involved, how you can spread the gospel, sharing this to your Facebook groups, your Twitter, your Telegram, your getters, your gabs, your whatever it is that you have. That's the best way to spread the gospel. And I can guarantee you there's somebody out there who's never seen the show that needs to hear this show today. I've titled today's show, No Weapon Formed Against Me. Now, you may ask, Jeremy, why didn't we get a morning newsletter? Well, today my children are leaving. They're going to Christian camp, Christian snow camp. Uh, They go every year. They go for three days, and uh, they're heading out today. And so they'll be doing... They'll be, all weekend long, they'll be worshiping God at this teen Christian uh, snow camp, and they're so excited to go. So they're all leaving, and, and I, had to, uh, I had to spend my morning with them and had to, had to tell them how much, you know, uh, to, to represent our family but represent God while you're there. There's going to be a lot of temptation. You don't think that the devil is around uh, Christian teen camp? Of course he is. Of course he is. He's going to go try to attack that place. So I had to tell my oldest son, look out for your sisters. And, uh, and I had to you know, say some prayers with them this morning. So they're headed off uh, to, to snow camp, Christian snow camp. Uh, Rise Up, what is The Chosen? I've heard about it for a while. Well, The Chosen is a new TV show. It's, a, it's, a, um, it's a, a, an annual se- series. Uh, it's, I think they're on season three right now. I think they have plans on going six seasons. And it's to uh, chronicle the life of Jesus and the disciples in a, in, in a, in a very in-depth way, something a movie could not chronicle. So, and you can also watch The Chosen on Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Sticks. yes. So suit up with the armor of God, ladies and gentlemen. Put on that breastplate of righteousness. Have that, 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 that sword of spirit, that helmet of salvation, the belt of truth. Have these things, ladies and gentlemen, on you all times. I had to armor my kids up this morning as they gone off to uh, Christian snow camp. So it's very important. But if you do armor yourself up, then no weapon formed against you will prosper. No weapon. Especially if we're fighting this war against uh, spiritual uh, demonic forces and not flesh and blood. You need the armor of God. So let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. If you've got your, uh, if you've got a hat on, please take it off. And if you're in a room, maybe you're, you're having conversations with somebody. I'll ask that during prayer, you please just kind of relax for a minute, bow your heads, and we'll go for a moment of prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you so very much for giving us this opportunity every day. And we ask that you bless every soul that, uh, that makes it to the show today. Uh, if there's any newcomers that have never seen the show, Lord, we ask that you make them feel welcome here. Uh, and, and maybe there's some, some questions that they have. Maybe there's some answers that they need. Uh, Lord, we ask that you fulfill those, uh, those, those desires and those prayers and those asks in this show. Uh, use me, Lord, as, as an instrument and, an, and a tool uh, to, uh, to spread your gospel, to spread your word, to spread the good news. Lord, I am but a humble servant, and I am here to do your will as everybody is here today. Lord, we, pl- we pray for everyone in this, in this chat who may feel like uh, they're not good enough. You may feel like nobody cares about what they have to say. Lord, we pray for those who feel like they are alone in this world because they are not. They have you. They have us. Now, as that might not be the same as having somebody physically there with them, we need to let them know that it's more than that. After all, we're not fighting a war against flesh and blood, so why would we depend on flesh and blood. We're fighting a war against spiritual demonic forces, Lord. 
in a spiritual realm. In that case, we always depend on you and you're always there and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Of course, I got my You Can't Beat God stuff on today, folks. I'm so excited about that. Uh, I want to play a series of things for you before we get into uh, today's show, if you don't mind. One of the things I'd like to play for you, um, and, and, and I'll tell you, a lot of, you can use the social media for a lot of things, amen? I don't use social media for bad things. As a matter of fact, I don't even have personal social media. Every social media platform that I have now is geared towards spreading the gospel and spreading the business of LFA, the truth. I don't have a Jeremy Harrell Facebook where I po- where it's very personal to me. It's the only thing personal that you're going to see from me is about God. And if it has to do with family, then God is at the center of that too. God and LFA. That's the two reasons that I have social media, and I use it for those things. So when you use it for those things, God sends so many beautiful little nuggets, so many little nuggets of treasure nuggets uh, to you. Um, So let's go ahead, and I want to play this for you now. Uh, Listen very closely, ladies and gentlemen. This is a story about a man who had a dream that he was on a fence. Truly incredible. I'm going to side-by-side this for you. Um, maybe this would be the best place to do it. I think it would. Check this out, folks. Truly incredible stuff here. One story will put the fear of God in you. A man had a dream once where he was sitting on a fence, and on one side of the fence stood a multitude of people. On the other side of the fence were even more people. All of a sudden, God showed up with his angels and snatched away all the people that were on one side of the fence. After that, the devil appeared with his demons and snatched away all the rest of the people on the other side of the fence. Finally, after a couple of minutes, the devil returned and grabbed the man on the fence and pulled him towards him. And the man exclaimed and said, I'm not ready. I haven't made my choice yet. The devil replied, I own the fence. If you're still lukewarm and living in sin, now is not the time to be one foot in, one foot out. Get right with God. Jesus is coming soon. What are you doing, Satan? I haven't made my choice yet. I'm still on the fence. And Satan said, boy, I own the fence. Defense is not yours. Pick a side. Pick a side today. Because you're not promised tomorrow. You may not get a chance to pick a side. That man didn't. That man did not get a chance to pick a side, folks. He thought he had more time. He didn't. Pick a side. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I I don't think we're going to get much into the books today because I've got a lot to talk about. Is that okay? I want to pull up the Rumble chat real quick here, if we can. And let's see see who's all here. Let's, Let's 
Let's give some let's give some blessings. Let's give some shout outs. And then we're going to talk about something very important. Carrie says you're all in or you're not. Carol the Cowgirl said pick the side a long time ago. Great. 282 likes, says the LFA producer. Thank you, he says, for that. And we appreciate you guys all. Bumblebee Patriot says, I chose Jesus Christ. Bad Moon says, amen, Jeremy. Talk away, brother. Okay, thank you. Sure, do it, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Morning and blessings from KC 2022. Larry Reha is here. Lord Jesus, I just call in the name of my children. Amen. Please talk to us, Jeremy. I stand with Jesus. Sounds good. Let's chat. Bring it on. That's fine, Jeremy. The spirit moves you wherever the spirit moves you. Thank you very much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your minds right now. I wish there was more people in here to hear this. I really do. I wish you guys, uh, I, w- I, I pray that your shares actually bring ears and eyes to this because this is very important. Moses. Moses asked God what his name was. Moses had the courage to ask God what his name was. Can you imagine the living God, creator of the universe? And you ask him, you go so boldly as to ask him, what's your name? Now, the greatness of this story is that God actually showed mercy on Moses enough to give him his name. And when God gave Moses his name, the only way to describe it or spell it is W or uh, Y-H-W-H. Now, you guys know that every day I say there are right ways, there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So if his name is Yahweh, but he gave his name to Moses as Y-H-W-H, how did we get Yahweh from that? I'll tell you how. Because we tend to like vowels. And in our language, vowels are the cornerstone of our language. People like vowels. So they added the A and the E, Yahweh. But ladies and gentlemen, do you know that if you were to really pronounce uh, God's name, it would be nothing but a breath? Yahweh. Yahweh. Y-H for inhale. W-H for exhale. That means that there is not a baby on this planet that is born without speaking the name of God that created them and the God that is inside them is the very first thing a baby says when it comes into this life, Yahweh, because it takes a breath. Atheists, unbeknownst to them, completely unaware, every time they breathe, they're speaking the name of God. 
Yahweh. When you die and you take your last breath, you utter the name of God. Do you, amazing. Amazing. Yahweh. I, I don't know why that is bringing tears to my eyes right now. There's nothing sad about that. But that is probably one of the most powerful things that you will ever hear. Whether you know it or not. God is in our every breath. That is why he told Moses his name was YHWH. The sound of every breath that is in your body. So, you wonder why I'm tearing up. Because no matter who you are, God is with you. God loves you. God is allowing you to breathe. And every time you breathe, you are whispering his name. That is a blessing. That is the biggest blessing that you will ever, 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 ever get. Your breath. Yahweh. Let's pull on the rumble chat here and see what people say. So speechless right now. That is beautiful, Jeremy. Sure is. It's beautiful. It's bringing tears to my eyes. That's why I'm crying. I have goosebumps. Tears in my eyes. Happy birthday to Jayla. Prayers, Jayla. Happy birthday. Vitimus says, I am breathing in and out trying this. It's so amazing. I never thought of this. YHWH is written in every single cell of our body. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's because you're covered in the Holy Spirit. I believe I am. Raphael says tears. Majogo says, what a wonderful sound to breathe God's name. Purple snowflake tears. God is my breath of fresh air. His name is always on our lips. It is never more than just a couple seconds away from our lips. Patty Patriot says, God never ceases to amaze me. Lisa Mural says, I am weeping. Lord Fishy says, so amazing is the love of our God. M. Moniz2226 says, thank you, Jeremy. You're very welcome. Go Blue says, wow, I never thought of that or heard of this. I am telling you, folks, God is speaking to us in so many ways right now. Kalia, I did. Please pray for the active uh, shooter in PA, ladies and gentlemen. Three shots so far. Terrible to hear that. Terrible to hear that. Tina Marie says, God is my breath. I breathe. Bernadette says, Jesus found me a long time ago. And I said, yes, thank you, Jeremy. Sent it to over 10 people. I pray they listen. You know, you might send it to 1,000 people and only one will listen. 
That's the one sheep that's gone astray. How, what a blessing that would be. Y-H-W-H. And we just went over 1,000. So for the newcomers who just came in, if you want to, I ask that you please go back about five minutes and watch the last five minutes of this show. Because it is absolutely going to change your life if you've never, ever heard anything like this before. It's changed my life just in one day. Larry Reha says, your conscious, your subconscious is God's whisper. It is. It very much is. Here's something else I'd like, I'd like to play for you guys if I could. I just got, I got a series of videos that I just wanted to play for you because I felt that they were so powerful. And I just love, I love this kind of stuff. So uh, let's go to another video. Share it on four platforms. Thank you, Kalia. Thank you very much. Get my headphones here. I got to make sure that the volume levels of these videos are correct. All right, here's the next one. It blew my mind when I found out that God made Satan. He made him Lucifer as an angel. And he put every precious stone in his body, every precious jewel in his body. He even had pipes built into his body to where when he would move his body, music would come out. He was made beautiful. But one day he thought he could be like God. So God kicked him out of heaven. And then God created the earth. He created the trees, the sky, the clouds, everything that we see. And then at the centerpiece of all of that, he makes us. But he doesn't make us like how he made the angel. He doesn't get beautiful, precious things to make us. The Bible says he gets dirt and he forms the dirt. He forms the mud and Then he breathes himself into that dirt and we become God's most beautiful creation. You see, Satan hates you because you represent what God can do with a dirty situation. So I don't care how messy you think your life is. All God has to do is add himself and it'll be. It blew my mind when I. Satan hates you because you are proof that God can make. almost basically perfection the greatness of a human being out of a messy situation out of dirt Lucifer was created the most perfect angel being outside of God ever created organs in his body so that when he moved angelic music played every precious stone gold, palladium, copper, jewels, gems all built in his body You were made from dirt. He looks down on you. Or he thinks he does. He hates you because God can, in God's infinite power and infinite mercy, he can make you out of dirt. He can bring a human being out of a messy situation. So I don't care how messy you think you've got it right now. You were made from dirt. You were made from dirt. Very powerful message this morning. And and, and that's what I wanted to do today. I I know that normally I go through books. I know normally I go through, you know, passages and then we go back to the Bible and we, we look at different passages. But today I wanted to do something a little different. Because now that we know that we... Utter the words of God's, the word of God's name. God's name, we utter it. We speak it every time we take a breath. Folks, no weapon formed against you could ever prosper. 
I want to read something to you out of, uh, I, I'm going to go to a book, actually, One Minute Prayer for Dads. One Minute Prayer for Dads, because every one of you is a target, whether you know it or not. Every one of you is a target of, of, of Satan, because you are so precious that he breathed you from dirt. Satan hates your guts. He hates you down to a molecular level, ladies and gentlemen. That's how bad Satan hates you. So he's going to target every one of you. But do you know who he targets more than anybody? Fathers. Is that Satan's story in the Bible? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Satan targets fathers more than he targets any other being on this planet. Why? Well, because we are supposed to be like God. We are supposed to treat our families and our children like God treats us. We are a miniature version of God. Think of it like this. The United States has a three branches of government and it has a president that's in the executive branch. We have a judicial branch and we have a, uh, a legislative branch, right? Well, that is what we are at a, mi- at a macro level. At a micro level, state by state, we, we are the same. We are the same as our federal... Uh, We have the same setup as our federal government does, but at a micro level. Well, the same thing goes for a father. It is the same. It it is a micro level of God being the father of all of us. So Satan attacks fathers more than he attacks anyone. If you have the one-minute prayer for dad's book, please turn to page 163, okay? Okay. Please turn to page 163 and read with me. This is from 1 Peter 5, 8. Fathers, one of Satan's prime targets. I'd say the prime target. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. 1 Peter 5, 8. Every dad needs to develop his built-in trouble detector. Our children's adversary, the devil, sneaks in when you're not observant. Once he gets a toehold, he always wants more. Talking about your children. And look what's happening to our children in this country right now. Maybe our children are more under attack than even fathers are. I would say I bet that's probably true. Page 163. The best time to stop the attack is at the very beginning by being watchful, knowing what's going on in your children's lives. Very important as a father. Often mothers know everything about what's going on in their children's lives. Fathers just get the, uh, just get the 5,000 foot overview. You've got to get in deeper than that, folks. Don't leave it up to your wife. Your wife is not dad. Your wife is mom and your wife is your wife. Treat her as such. Pray often for protection over your children against the adversary's attacks. Father, I know Satan wants me to fail as a dad. He has his eyes on my kids, targeting them for harm. If possible, he'd like to use me as a means to that end. But you, Lord, the Lion of Judah, are my protector from this ravenous lion on the prowl. Keep me watchful over his tactics of his tactics to undermine my role as a father and devour my family. Remind me that I have authority over the enemy and that the great and that greater is he 
that is in me than he that is in the world. No weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. Comes from Isaiah. Satan, I want to just re- I just want to reiterate something that CQ seven hundred seven said. Satan tries to make fathers absent. Oh my, Lanta, is that the truth? Larry says my wife don't pray. Maybe that's the also, also the reason why your wife watches uh, mainstream media and thinks that you're an idiot for watching LFA. Your wife seems very lost, Larry. What can we do? How can we help? Because every day, Larry, I see you say something about your wife that is so far lost. I feel so bad for you, sir. I feel so bad for her. How can we help? What can we do? If somebody will not listen, what do you do? Well, I can tell you what you don't do. You don't stop talking. You don't stop praying. You don't stop praying for her, over her, and with her, aloud, so she can hear you. You don't stop spreading the gospel and the good news. You don't turn away from her. And I'm sure you don't. How do we help? What can we do? We'll pray. I know that. I want everybody right now, everybody, everybody right now, let's do it. Let's show the strength of prayer. Lord and Heavenly Father. Lord, we ask that you touch the heart of Larry's wife. Her heart seems very hardened. Loosen her heart for her, Lord. At least enough just to listen. Because we know that once a person actually opens up their ears, that the good news pierces them like the sharpest spear, and it convicts them, Lord. Please, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and ask that your will be done and that you help Larry call to his wife so she can actually hear him. Call for him, Lord. Step in where he has seemed to find no success. We ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Dane says, you are found, Larry. Jesus loves you and your wife. Lead by example. Larry, that's all you can do, my brother. That's all you can do. God is calling everybody, Larry. God's calling your wife, too. It is up to your wife to hear that calling. Whether There's a lot of people that are chosen that don't want to be chosen. I can guarantee you that. I did not want to be chosen. I fought every bit of becoming a Christian. I fought tooth and nail to not follow Jesus Christ. But there's a little thing in the Bible that says every knee will bend. Every head will bow. How do you think it was? Why do you think that when the Roman soldiers came to get Christ with Judas, they said, we are looking for Jesus. Jesus says, I am he. And they fell back like they were pushed many feet and fell on the ground. Every knee will bow. Every every knee will bend. Every head will bow. So did mine. You did, did I think that I was better than God? Did I think I was stronger than Jesus? Was I Luciferian? Did I think that I, that was the pride in me, uh, s- simply completely reliant on me? Did I think I was better than every person on this planet? Did I look down on people like, who the hell do you think you are? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. If God is calling, you cannot ignore it. You can't. Sooner or later, it's going to hit you like a truck. 
Larry says he's in tears. Good, good, good. Share those tears, Larry. Share them with us. Share them with God. Share them with your wife. Cry it out, my brother. Cry it out. Those are tears of joy because you know your wife is still here. That means you know there's still a chance to save her. That means you know God has plans for her or she would be dead. Hate to get graphic, but that's the truth. You're called. I'd like to play another video. You're called. You're called. Let's play this video. Oh. Mm-hmm. You can't run from it. You can't deny it. You can't pass it off. It's your call. God knew what he was doing. He knew who he was calling. And he he expertly and and intricately detailed every aspect of your life, your being, your persona, your psyche, your physicality, everything about you from the texture of your hair to the color of your eyes to the way that you laugh to the fingerprint on your thumb. Everything is connected to your calling. And until you walk into the fullness of the thing that you were created for, you will find yourself frustrated. Your call. Mm-hmm. I just want to listen to that first part it. again. You can't deny it. You can't pass it off. It's your call. God knew what he was doing. He knew who he was calling. And he... he you can't run from it. You can't deny it. You can't fight it. If you're called, you're called. And if we experience that kind of power in God here on earth, imagine the actual power of God that we don't get to see yet. Imagine that. You're called. Our church plays this video right before every service. It says, So Salty 6. The Salty crew is in the building. Thank you, So Salty. God is good. Now, I told you that there was a revival going on. Hold on. I told you there was a revival going on, didn't I? I told you that it was a worldwide revival right now of Jesus. And that even means in Jerusalem. I'm going to show you right now what it looks like in Israel. Yeshua. Yeshua. By the tens of thousands. Yeshua. Yeshua. Go to this video. there's more than that hold on there's another one
How do you make America great again? You make America godly again. How do you make the world great again? You make the earth godly again. Maybe MAGA isn't what we say. Maybe mega is what we say. Make earth godly again. Huh? M-E-G-A. Make earth godly again. Maybe that's the shirt. Maybe that's the next shirt, Eli. Maybe that's the next form of heaven marketing, heaven advertising. Make earth godly again. Do you want to know when this revival started happening? Does anybody know? I know. This revival started happening around the world when the leaders of the free world, the United States of America, decided that at a federal level we were not going to kill babies anymore. Yeah. A baby breathes God's name when he or she, because there's only two, was born, and we were killing them. We were murdering them. We were murdering them. 60 million plus babies, blessings from God, could have been a president, could have cured cancer, could have who knows what, and we killed them relentlessly. Murdered them, innocent babies, like Herod did when Jesus was a baby. That's what that reminds me of. When I think of all of the babies that are dying across the world right now because of abortion, I think of what Herod did. Go kill every single child under the age of two. Can you imagine what that slaughter must have looked like, folks? I don't even want to imagine it. I can't even imagine somebody sitting there with their baby and these soldiers come in and literally stab the baby, kill the baby right in front of them. That's no different than what Planned Parenthood and the left is doing. So when we decided as the country, as a, as a country to not allow the death of babies at a, at a, at a federal level, that was a, that right there, folks, that right there, repent and I will give you blessings again. We repented to God as a country, and he turned his favor back on to us. That is when this Jesus revival started happening. June of last year. And I have to tell you, it's just getting started. <laughs> it's just getting started. So many years now, so many of you, yes, you, have given up. Doesn't matter anymore. They're just going to do whatever they want. Voting doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. The world's gone to hell in a handbasket. What are we to do? I'm just going to live in my own little life and just control what I can control. (laughs) Funny, because you're not in control of anything. Neither am I. You're not in control of the next breath you take. How are you in control of your life? How are you in control of your family's life when you're not even in control of the next breath you take, whether you take it or not? It is not up to you. How great do you think you really are? I'm just going to stay out of it. I don't want, I don't want my I don't want to bring harm on my family. I don't want to I don't want to bring criticism on my family. I'm just going to stay out of it. Well, go ahead. The rest of us are going to scream from the mountaintops, Jesus. Yeshua, Yahweh, 
Rafa, Adonai, Jehovah Jireh. And I'm never going to stop. I found my purpose. Funny thing is, same purpose you guys all have. I just don't know if everybody's found it yet. Maybe some of you have, maybe some of you have not. But Miranda Dolan just hit the nail on the head, what she just said. It is time for a great harvest. And yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is time for a wonderful, great, beautiful, big, big harvest, okay? The largest harvest, all right? Nobody's got a larger harvest than me, all right? Now I'm going to play for you guys where I got that from. There wasn't- now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I play this video for you, I did cross-reference this. And I was as blown away by it when I first heard it as you were when you first heard it from me this morning. Now, when I said this this morning, there was only 600 people watching. Now there's double that. Let's say it again, but this time I'll play the video. Moment when Moses had the nerve to ask God what his name is. God was gracious enough to answer, and the name he gave is recorded in the original Hebrew as YHWH. Over time, we have added an A and an E in there to get Yahweh. Probably because we have a preference for vowels. But scholars and rabbis have noted that the letters YHWH represent breathing sounds or aspirated consonants. When pronounced without intervening vowels, it actually sounds like breathing. YH for inhale and WH for exhaling. So a baby's first cry, his first breath speaks the name of God. A deep sigh calls his name or a groan or gasp that is too heavy for mere words. Even an atheist would speak his name unaware that their very breath is giving that constant acknowledgement to God. Likewise, a person, when they leave this earth with their very last breath, when God's name is no longer filling their lungs. So when I can't utter anything else, my cry is calling out his name. Being alive means that I am speaking his name constantly. Is it heard the loudest when I'm the quietest? There was a moment wow. when Moses had the nerve to ask. <laughs> is it the loudest when I'm the quietest? Lisa said she's crying watching this. Will producer Eli put these clips on Facebook, please? And God bless. Well, you know, we've never, we've not really put any clips out, short clips of Rise Up. Rise Up is one of those shows that, I don't know, I just feel like, I'm not saying that it's more spreading the gospel. Don't get me wrong, we're going to do it. We're going to do that. But I don't know, there's just something about Rise Up that is so personal And I know that getting short clips out there would spread the gospel. And I'm not saying that there's something wrong with it. But I don't know what it is. Something doesn't feel right putting out the short clips. And I know that they're massively powerful. I know that just a a, a 30-second clip will get somebody to go away. I mean, those clips right there got me. And maybe we will, but it's not time yet. I I don't know why I haven't done it yet. But there's something keeping me from doing it. And and I don't know, maybe it's 
do you do you guys know when Tucker Carlson's team reached out to Asbury College and asked if they could come there with cameras? And Asbury College said, hey, we respect you, we love your show, but please don't come. It's kind of like that. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. There's no rhyme or reason that I have as to why I'm not making these short clips. Maybe it's because it's so personal to me. I'd rather have somebody come in here and, 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 and give the full context rather than just throwing out verses. I, I don't know why. I can't give you that answer. All I know is I don't want to. That's all I know. Somebody said, give us the link to that video. Yes, I will. I'll do that right now for you. How about that? I'll put it in the chat right now for you. There you go. Raphael says, Jeremy, it's because we all have formed such a special connection with each other. You just got to be here. That's why I love playing the organ. Pipe organs speak with God's breath. That's amazing. Do what you feel God wants you to do. I feel we are personal. We are you bring, we are, yo bring others into the show, not go outside. Let's bring them into our world and transform them. That's, maybe that's why, I don't know. Because people are not ready for it yet. I understand what you mean, Jeremy. Rise up is intimate time of fellowship with the LFA family. It is, isn't it? It is. I, and again, I don't have any other rhyme or reason. I just don't know why. Um... I get it. It's it's not meant to be commercialized, but it does spread the gospel, though, doesn't it? I'm at a I'm at a kind of a crossroads there. I feel the same. This show is family and it's sacred. It's something I don't want Satan infiltrating. Yes, I know you left me a number in the chat. I I, I have a very hard time finding time to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I do find days to call people, but that's why I asked you to email. It feels like family getting together every morning. It really does. Do you need the link again? I'll put the link in there again. I'm putting the link in here right now so you guys can slow the video, slow this chat down and grab it, okay? Um, it's about us bringing the people to rise up. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Jeremy, maybe the Holy Spirit says not now because rise up is for support of Christian schools. Maybe you're right. Again, I, I, I've asked why. Uh, Eli has asked me, do you want to make short clips of this? And I said, no, we've made one short clip. One short clip of Rise Up, and it didn't feel right. I just didn't like it. I don't know why. I've asked. Maybe you guys are right. It does spread God's word. That's, that's the point. That's my, uh, I, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. And again, it might not be just for now. It may be later. It may be later for me to do that. God doesn't just, God never says not ever. He just says not now. I do know that for sure. And maybe it's just not now. Clips too often take the words out of context. That's true. That is true. This show will automatically find the people that want it. Well, yeah, maybe I feel more of it. More of it is like we're calling them to come here. We're calling, and and if they get it, they get it. They don't, they don't. But again, folks, I, I think it's just for a season. I think maybe we will someday when the time is right. But God has not put that, weighed that on my heart yet. So 
Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Just wait and let it let God convict you. I agree with you, Jeremy. Thank you. Jeremy, is it only on Instagram? That's the only place I grabbed it. I'm sure it's somewhere else. I'm sure you can find it somewhere else. We just need to send the invitations, Larry said. Let them come here. Because God doesn't want you to, Jeremy. I mean, you know what it is? You know when you tell your kids to do something and they say why or why not? Or they want the answer and you said, because I said. I think that's the only answer that we're going to get right now. God, I said why not. God said because I said. And I don't want to argue with him. I don't want to try to get the last word as I used to do to my parents. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go and we're going to read from the verse of the day, even though I didn't put it in a, ch- in, in a, in a email, we do have a verse of the day and it's actually titled right in the, in the title of the show itself. And it's this Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. So for all of you out there who feel weak, who feel attacked, who feel alone, who feel desperate, who feel fear. Start your shows out here every day if you can. And if you can't start your show out here, if you can't start your day out here, then make sure you watch it at some point through the day. Maybe, maybe, maybe just watch it before you go to bed. But this show, I know some of you have people in your family who maybe believe in God or maybe they're on the fence. Get this show to them. This specific show, not tomorrow's show, not yesterday's show, today's show. You want to you further the kingdom of God? Take this that he's given us and use this as your resource. I'm not saying that I'm a pastor and I'm not saying that I have the answer to everything. But I can tell you what, people do relate to me. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift that God has given me. People relate to me, whether it be the gift of gab or whatever it is. So just try. God's given me some, 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 uh, the ability to speak to people and, and, and make people feel, you know, like they understand where I'm coming from. And I know that that's the case. I, I feel that everywhere I go. So maybe this is, maybe, maybe Pastor Locke didn't work. Maybe Billy Graham didn't work. Maybe Ray Comfort didn't work. Maybe Ken Ham didn't work. Maybe all these people didn't work Maybe you didn't work. Maybe a church in your area didn't work to bring somebody that you know out of despair, out of desperation. Maybe I will. Maybe this show will work. You never know. Don't give up. Larry, don't give up. Challenge your wife, Larry. If, if people are hard-headed or hard-hearted, one thing that they can't pass up is a good challenge, right? Give them an opportunity to prove you wrong, and in that moment, God will prove them wrong and convict them. Make it a game. Make it a challenge. Do whatever you can do, Larry, to get your wife to hear this. Say, give me 60 minutes and I'll never bother you again. Larry, I don't know your wife's name, but I'm talking to her right now. Maybe she doesn't give you 60 minutes. Maybe she gives you five. Yesterday's message was for Melissa. Today's message is for Larry's wife. Larry's wife. I know that you do not agree with the political side of Larry. And I know you don't believe in the spiritual side of Larry. And Larry's probably been wrong more than he's been right in his life. So have I. But I'd rather be wrong about a bunch of things that are temporary and don't matter and be right about things that are eternal and do matter. So let's put politics aside for a minute. Because we're all human beings and we all want the same thing outside uh, outside of politics. We want 
an abundant life. We want to be with somebody we love. We want to spend time and make memories with people that we love. We don't want to argue if we can help it. But for Larry's wife, if you're watching, and if you do watch this later on, I'll say this. You're looking at somebody who not only didn't believe anything about this, but hated every bit of it. Somebody that's went through one of the biggest transformations that anybody's probably ever been through in life. And I can tell you this. When it's all said and done, when we die, when you die, when Larry dies, when I die, when all these people die that are watching right now, if I'm wrong, if Larry's wrong, no harm, no foul. We all go and we're worm food. But if I'm right and if Larry's right, then that doesn't spell good for, for you. So what harm is it to just try? What harm is it to just give it a listen, give it a glance, give it a, give it a, just, just see it. What harm is there in opening your mind or your heart to something? Don't judge a book by its cover. And the cover of Christianity is definitely should not be, uh, you should not judge Christianity by the cover of Christianity because the cover is crap. The reality of Christianity is the best thing you'll ever experience. So I'd rather be wrong and have no harm. I mean, I'd rather be uh, right and have no harm, no foul than be wrong and be screwed. <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Rise Up today. We've got Sean Farish coming up next, but that's not it. Remember, Will Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, Will Johnson has his debut show called Culture Wars here at 5 p.m. today, my old time slot. And I can't think of a better person to have that time slot than Will Johnson. So he starts at 5 p.m. today, right after Isabella Riley Moody. And I, and I, I want to encourage all of you to give him, some, give him some love if you can. 5 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, Eastern time. My old time slot. Make him feel welcome, folks, because he is a, a great man. I'm going to leave you the same way I brought you in. God bless all of you guys. Sean Ferris coming up next. I love you. Have a great morning, and I'll see you at 11 o'clock. Peace out.